We play and call it work. Hey there, Wargamers, Josh and Cullen back for oh, this hi. week's Sit and Talk, the show where we sit and uh, talk. So yeah, this is answering all of your user-submitted questions. So if it's your first time here, welcome. If it's uh, not your first time here, still welcome, I guess. I don't know what the... Welcome back. And uh, if you wanted to leave questions for who is next week? You know who's next week. I know who's next week? It's Luca. Luca's next week. Of course it's Luca. If you want to leave questions for Luca next week, you can leave them in the comment section down below on the Mini Wargaming website, not on YouTube, on the Mini Wargaming page. It just makes it easier for us to... Uh, Find and read the questions for uh, next week. So do that. If you want to ask Luca a question and you want to call him Mr. The Dice, Luca, Luca, Luca. That guy who had pink hair once. Luca who lives on the second floor. Luca lives on the second floor. <laughs> he hates that. <laughs> um, yeah, any of those, leave them below and he will answer them next week. But uh, I guess we're already sitting and talking. So shall we get right into the questions from last week? Let's jump right into it. So we're going to start off with Big Mikey. So Large Michael says, Josh, how many Death Watch armies did you pick up judging by the salt in the comments of the Codex review? Uh, I didn't, so I haven't bought anything. Um, I, I'm broke. <laughs> so I haven't, I've, been, I've really been trying not to buy as many mm -hmm. miniatures. Um, it's hard right now. So I haven't. I've obviously, uh, the time is this going out. I've shown off some of my new Death Watch and an Incursion game. Mm -hmm. That's probably going to be the last I get for a while, I hope. Oh no. Well, okay. Uh, I got my um, Titanica stuff back in the works. Okay. Is um, that all that's out right now? There was... No. Oh, geez, I'm going to try to remember. Oh, no. Um, see, the, the worst part is that I've got so much stuff and I get so much stuff done that um, it's easier for me to just go through all the commission artists I know and go, does he have anything? Oh, no. So the guys at the at FK Paint Studios yep. have my Wood Elf still. Right. Uh, which are a backburner project. Uh, it's a Wood Elf army. A small starter, beginner, a little bit. Uh, not even a, a full starter army for Warhammer Fantasy. But the idea is that they're doing a lot of other work for the studio. Those are the guys that... They've done a ton of stuff for oh, me. so much for... Um, for you before, right? For yeah, They've done a lot, a lot of work for me. Uh, they've done the most recent... The most recent thing that we got back from them is the Lumneth. Right. As well as the uh, Atmec. Mm hmm And uh, some Tau that you wouldn't have seen yet. Mm-hmm. So there, there's that that's out right now. Uh, Mr. Ben Bradbury is going to be taking on my... Um, Titanicus. Oh, he's going to be doing it. Right. Now, in the meantime, because originally I had plans to go for um, the Fire Wasps, which mm -hmm. are like uh, loyalists, decided to go a different route because Luca has since gotten into Titanicus and he's got uh, a Storm. So I didn't want to have two loyalist ones. Right. Kind of like that 30k Legion yeah, option, it, it, right? kind of weird. And he's the only guy locally that I would probably play against. Mm -hmm. I guess there's a lot of other locals that play. But I said, you know what? Um... I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna go into it and go Legio Mortis. Yep. Um, the Death's Heads, and it makes sense because their so scheme cool. is pretty much the scheme of the rest of my armies, anyways. Yep. You you gravitate uh, towards the same few colors. Three, right, three and colors? that's the thing is that I, for Titanicus originally I wanted a lot more red, mm -hmm. but I'm like, you know what? Having the the Black Titans with the red and gold. Then maybe blue and uh, a little bit, but then some checker pattern stuff. Yeah. So anyway, Ben's going to be taking those on. Okay. Uh, he doesn't have them currently because um, I'm finishing up um, the armor panels, getting them all together. You, and then I have some, some stuff from uh, Pop Goes the Monkeys. Yeah. Pop Goes the Monkey, not Monkeys. Um, so I have some stuff coming in from uh, them. 
Uh, Trevor still got some of my Star Wars stuff that I'm going to get a little bit of it back, but he's working on some um, uh, Daughters of Cain. Is that what they're oh, called? Yep. Yeah, yeah. He's, got the, he's got the Daughters for Age of Sigmar, so he's working on that as a full army for mini wargaming. So I told him, hey, get that stuff done uh, before my Star Wars stuff. And then I got back in touch. I'm like, yeah, but do the Star Wars stuff, like these couple things first, because I really want to use them. <laughs> do but, all that, but before you do that, do these few. And I also and then do work stuff. Steve doesn't watch the sit and talks. I assume he doesn't watch ours. So I snuck in a bunch of Death Watch stuff to get done first. But he got that done and it's already come back. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, that that uh, daughter's army is for Steve to play. Yeah, yeah, but he just got the Luminathan. He doesn't. He's fine. Um, people like Death Watch more than. Uh, Daughters of Cain, anyways. Uh, who else is there that paint stuff? Those are the three main ones, I think. Yeah, those are the guys you use most often. Most often, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've kept them all fairly busy. Boy, maybe I should get more Death Watch. Uh, that's, that's the problem with the Death Watch stuff, is that I can use everything now. Yes. Yeah, you, you literally were so limited before. And now it's just like, oh yeah, remember all this other stuff that everyone else had? You, you finally get it? Yeah, well, like, there's certain, like, uh, Marines with heavy weapons I can't take. Like, I can't take, I can't get a guy with a last cannon in that list. Can't get a guy with a multi-melter or plasma cannon. Well, eradicators are better. better. Uh, plasma cannon? I don't know. Spring hell blasters. Uh, yeah, see, I've got hell blasters. cannon. Multi-melters are better, in my opinion. I can't get guys with multi-melters on them either. Oh, like regular Marines. Yeah, so, so you'd you have just to go, go eradicators. eradicators. And I've got three I eradicators. I, I wouldn't mind getting more. I'm also, the nice thing about not buying more stuff is that I don't have to carve shoulder pads apart to put the Death Watch shoulder pads on. I feel so that's bad. such a pain. I feel so bad for you. Like that's, Death Watch is one of those armies, like you're first taking on the fact of like you're painting all the shoulder pads differently and doing all that. You've got special, like a bunch of specialty units. You got to kind of, Bring a weird number of things, so sometimes you might you buy model kits and might build three of the five, and then you have to yeah. car the all the the like, new stuff the you're having to do that. Like all the other stuff you don't have to all the starters starter set stuff. But like for the intercessors, like the ones that were in the starter sets that had the molded on, that was fine. But then the actual kit, they weren't molded on. Nope. I don't know if they are now, but so that was fine. I was assuming that they would do that with everything else, but no. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do for the assault intercessor kits. I know I think the sprue is online. I don't think no, so, but I, I assume it's molded in. I, I think it's just the one from Indominus. Mm, I don't okay. think it's separate. Well, but it might be. I don't it, know. it would be because they're supposed to include the Thunderhammer and Power Fist. Okay. So, who knows? Uh, part two, Colin, how many side hustles do you have? Seems like every video someone mentions you're painting, building models for them, plus all your camera work. Did Rob's workaholism rub off on you? Yeah, I think so. That definitely. Uh, I, I guess I never thought of it in, like, uh, extension from Rob, because he was the same way. But, yeah, it's part of, uh, I do a lot of things. Uh, I have ADHD, so I like to just do everything I can and uh, get distracted when other stuff comes up that I like and think is shinier. So, uh, really, I just do, like, painting for these guys, for whatever. I don't try to take on commissions or anything. Um, what do you mean, like, you used to paint for us? Did I, did I say used to? No, I'm joking. Oh, okay. I'm joking because you still got some stuff that I'm... That yeah, I know, I know. That I've been like low-key bugging you about on camera. I don't know if it's on camera or Currently, camera. I have a Rhino and a Spartan for Josh and then droids for Luca. 
The funny thing is I'm harassing Luke, uh, Cullen here about getting the droids done for Luca because I want to play Star Wars more. Right. And also you know that if you needed the Rhino, you could just say, hey, I need it tomorrow, and you'd have it Yo, tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I don't, I'm not going to be an actual jerk, but I'm like, hey, ho, hey. Because Luca's also the guy that would never say anything about... I know. I know. And Luca's been super nice that. about the whole thing because here, here's the story of how I got into this commission. I did the... When Steve and I were doing that Flesh Eater Quartz army, did that whole army in contrast. That was a lot of fun. Had the contrast like, woo, let's go. More contrast. Droids, done. And then I didn't think about the fact that they are not natural surfaces. So the contrast, what it, how it worked on the ghoul flesh looked great. But on the flat surface of the droids, I found it pooled too much. And maybe that was due to my own application. So could have been on me. But now I'm going back and like highlighting them with like four different off-white colors because I'm a sadist, I guess. Even though, like, the one that you showed, uh, I remember you showing one to us, so you're like, yeah, this is it without the highlights. And Luke and I are both like, that looks amazing. And you're like, yeah, but I decided to do this instead. We're like, that looks better, but, yeah, it's like four different highlights. <laughs> and mm. I have a problem of, I gotta keep going. I can't stop. Yeah. So, um, many things, and then, yeah, I do real estate side things. I, my brother uh, has a painting company. So I'll occasionally do painting for him for that, and I don't know, whatever. I like being busy, I guess. Yeah. Being bored, it sucks. Is that part of the, you think, the ADHD kind of thing? Probably. You, 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 your mind is almost more... Um, At ease when I'm doing... When it's focused on something? Yeah, yeah, I, I would say so for sure. Like, that's when I'm not worried about, like, what's the next thing I'm going to do? But... Yeah, I, I, I think that's why. I don't know. I think the best description I've heard is somebody saying that, you know, ADHD and when you're not calm, it's you, your brain is doing 100 calculations a second, but they're all wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sitting does not do well for me. It's, uh, it's, it's always got to be working on something. And I, that's why I really like painting, because I can sit and do something. So it's not like I'm getting really tired. Um, and Big Mike, he's always uh, multiple because he just replies to himself. Oh, there's more in here. So also, Josh, where's your family from down east originally? Because okay, so we talked about down east last week in the open vault. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't. I, I usually just let it upset people talking like that. But yeah, down east. I think the term, if you look it up, uh, actually is to do more with nautical lingo than anything else. Okay. Um, so yeah, but anyways, uh, so talking down east, my grandparents are from Joggins, Nova Scotia, where the fossil wall is. Okay. Yeah. That's my, that's where my granny grew up, my grandmother. She grew up in Nova Scotia. Okay, right on. And then, Big Mikey, part three. Whenever you and Steve film next, just start quoting Letterkenny at him. I.e., these conversations quickly turn into a confrontation. I don't actually, so I don't have a, enough of an attention span to watch TV. Okay. Um, unless I'm, I'm watching with my wife, who I'm sure she would watch Letter Kenny, but it's mm -hmm. not what we're currently watching. The the Letter Kenny shorts, I was a real big fan of because that's about my attention span. Like right, the, that's the, the original YouTube ones. Yeah, that, that spawned the show. That's what I remember watching those in, where there's like, high school or elementary school. Like, I remember watching those almost 10 years ago, right? Right. Um, and then, yeah, the fact that branched out into a show, great. So happy for those guys. It's good stuff. Um, yeah. But, yeah, great lines, too. Good Canadian content. Yeah, and if you're not um, 
if you're not if you're not sure what we're talking about, the because I think it's on Crave. I don't know. If, uh, yeah, it's else. Crave, which is Bell, which is I don't know if that's I think that's only ours, but uh, whatever. No matter where you are, you can find it online somewhere. Uh, the show's called Letter Kenny, and it's actually it's it's a entertaining show. Or you can just go on YouTube and find the Letter Kenny Problems uh, shorts. There's a couple yeah, of them. That was the kind of origin of it, and then those guys kind of went off and did a lot of great things later. Next up, we get a non-figure. Oh, yeah, and by the way, uh, this show's supposed to go an hour, so if it goes over an hour, it's Colin's fault. Well, it's four, it's, the, it's 10 after 4 now, so... He's the timekeeper. It'll be 50 minutes from now at did least. Did we start at 4? I don't know. I said 50 minutes at least from now, and then probably at 5 we'll stop. Uh, have you guys thought about playing with the Open War Mission Pack cards and your bat reps? Yeah, well, we might end up using them. I'm not sure. I didn't... No, they did the Maelstrom missions. Yeah. So they've tried using those. Uh, I, I think, don't think we've got the cards right Yeah, I, I literally think that we didn't have them, and we either now have them or are getting them, so we will be playing with them. <laughs> Next, we get Orky Benji. At Josh, have you ever played Crokinole? I don't know how you actually say that. I know that I know, I know the game, exactly but I've never it played it. I have. I you, used to have a board. Play. Okay, yeah. How do you play it? Explain it. It's... Because it's a Canadian game, I'm pretty is sure. Is it? I'm so it's sure. like, I imagine it like a similar, if you took chess and curling and put them together. <laughs> so like you got the, it's like an octagon board, right? Am I, am I talking about this? I'm talking about the right game, right? Yeah. Okay, because I was like, I'm pretty sure my grandfather built the board that I have. So that's, that's super Canadian then. It's a dexterity board game of Canadian origin. Yeah, and like you just, <coughs> you have like a, I can't even, it looks like a, a curling. So it's like concentric circles. And like there's little recessed holes where you flick like these wooden checkers and try to land them in the holes and that's points and other people can like flick theirs and knock yours out. So like it's got that curling trying to get to the concentric circle part and like launching it, but a small table game version, right? Yeah, that's basically it. The description given, because I couldn't think of a better way to describe it. Players take turns shooting discs across the circular playing surface, mm -hmm. trying to have their discs land in the higher scoring regions of the board while also attempting to knock away opposing discs. Mm -hmm. I guess you could, you could go like horizontal darts, I guess? Kind of, yeah, kind of, that sort of, but you're able to knock away mm -hmm. other people's. Exactly. With, yeah, with that curling kind of hitting them and... But I honestly, what I remember from playing as a kid is it made my fingernail hurt. <laughs> Maybe that's, I was flicking too hard, but I remember that. That's fair. Yeah, it's a Canadian game, Canadian origin though. Yeah, no, I, I, I can't imagine we'd thrown out the board because I'm pretty sure my grandfather made it too. Hopefully you didn't throw it out then. Next up we got Mylan. At Josh is suffering a necessary part of the human condition. What would people who never suffered be like? At Cullen, why do we judge ourselves by our intentions but judge others by their actions? What are you doing to us, Mylan? <laughs> why do we judge others by our intentions? Because why? we can't... Because we can't guess the intentions of others, so we only have the actions to base our knowledge off of? Yeah, but you can also ask, you can, you can get information on what their intention was. But is it going to be 100% accurate? Is it going to be more accurate than, like, are you an accurate judge of their actions? <laughs> Why do we judge others anyway? 
how, how would I ask that response back, sir? I don't know. You shouldn't judge other people. That's well, what I'm. Sometimes you need to judge other people. Um, if you're a judge. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a judge, then be my guest. Well, like, like your, um, uh, let's say a math test. Well, is that is that? A, are we are we because we're judging them based upon what they got for answers? Not that they, they were trying to get it right. My brain broke. Um, is suffering a necessary, necessary part of the human condition? What would people who never suffered be like? But if you didn't suffer, you would have no concept of the opposite, right? Isn't that kind of the idea of that? I think that's part of the idea of that. I don't know. You've seen me roll dice. You know I suffer. Ick. Actually, yeah, your dice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, stop. Philosoph philosophy. Yeah, like I don't mind the philosophical questions, but I just, no, I, I I like it. It's funny. I just, boy, there's not a whole lot for to, to really comment on in this one. It, honestly, like that question, I think if you would have caught me on a different day in a different mood, that could have been like a three-hour video. <laughs> but for now, I'm just I don't have anything clever to say about it. So, do I think suffering is a necessary part of the human condition? Absolutely, yes. And suffering is absolutely necessary. Why do we? Again, I'm going to say because the best we can do without asking the person what their intentions are, our initial first thought is always to just do it, base it on what they do and not ask more questions. Well, because you can't lie about the results. You can lie about your intent. Hmm. That's true. Right. That's where I usually kind of come down to. Yep. Yep. That's fair. Josh, 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 or Cullen. What would you say? You didn't say, say his name. What was that? Oh, uh, go for it. It's Sultai till I die. Because I agree, sir. If, if this is, if that is actually Sultai, yeah, I agree. Okay. It's uh, black, blue, green, and magic. Oh, it's, it's Magic the Gathering things. Is Craw Worm still a good card? Yes. Craw, is it actually still a good? No, I was going to say, it wasn't that great of a card back then, I don't think, when I was playing. How about uh, Grizzly Bear? Oh, love me a good bear. But, it, I mean, because that, that, that's not the standard anymore, I assume. Because that was one colorless, one green for 2-2. Two, two. Right. Now that just means a colorless and a color as a 2-2. Two, two. I, know, well, I know that's a term, but I'm going, like, is, is that still a common card? Or is it, like, is it the same mana cost 2-2, two, two, but it's got an ability? It, they all have abilities now. Okay, so, yeah, the standard grizzly bear for magic isn't really a thing anymore. That archetype Correct. isn't it. Okay. Correct, but the, the term still exists. What about that Raging Goblin? One mana, one, one, uh, haste. Yeah, and then it's tapped to deal of damage, isn't it? No. No, it's just, oh, it's just one. Not the Goblin. Oh, just the one, one with haste? It's one, one with haste for one. It used to be really good. You can get Goblin Guide. Use one mana, two, two with haste. And uh, reveal top card of your opponent's library every time you attack them. If it's uh, land put in the battlefield, and if it's not put in their hand. That's awful. No, no. that's great. No. That's twice the damage on turn one. Yeah, there's no... That's a, that is a... I don't like this escalation. 10 turn clock instead of a 20 turn clock. Unless you get two Raging Goblins. You put the next turn... I, no, I know, I know. <laughs> I, I was going to say, next turn you still did three damage. Okay. Uh, what would you say is the best house for a new Imperial Knight player? I'm thinking of doing more Tam, but not quite sure yet. Love to see the big old Mechie boys do their thing. Do you have any... Do you have any... Um... I don't know much about Night Houses. Um... So I, I, I can't. I would say whatever you want to paint. 
again, that, that, that would be my option because I would base it on whatever colors I think look cool. Yeah, that's kind of, I, I was going to say something very similar. So, depending if you want to go shooty or close combat, I like Husk Mortan because it's one that you don't see very often. It's not the standard choice It's because it's not the best choice. Um, I'd say House, I want to say House Raven is up there. Ha- House Hawk Shroud is up there. Mm-hmm. Um, those are two pretty powerful. I'd say those are the two that I I, I know about. So that I'd assume I know about them because they were up there, right? Yeah. Well, if memory serves correct, Ravens got the thing where they can advance. If they advance, then their heavy weapons count as assault, and any weapon that's assault or counts as assault, you don't get a penalty to shoot with. What? So tons of mobility. That's so, crazy. So for a more shooty force, um, and this is this is I don't know knights overall. I know House Mortan because that's what I play. I think they also have the strategy that you can re-roll hit rolls with one knight for shooting. Okay. Um, I don't know if there's it's conditions or anything like that, but they could be very powerful with one of the bigger ones. Um, and then Hawk Shroud has got the resilience, so you only count half the damage they've taken to see if they bracket. Ooh, So that kind of keeps you going for a long thing. And their stratagem, they've got one that basically is a weird pseudo counter charge interrupt thing. Okay. If you read up on it, you can find all this information online. <clears throat> if you want to get into it, like, so so the considerations you got to, because I can't tell you which one to do. So the considerations would be, um, is this being played as a pure knight force? Yes or no. Is this only going to be an allied force that's going with something else? And if so, what else? And then are you geared towards more close combat or shooting? And once you answer those questions, you can kind of figure out. But then you also go the other way and go, which one looks the coolest color-wise and you want to have that one? Because you can just make it work. Because that was me for Mortan. Like, when I picked House Mortan, uh, their stratagem was okay. Their their trait was okay. Like they, it, they, they were not the best, but they were the coolest looking. So I said, I can make this work. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to be more competitive, off the top of my head, I would probably go with Raven. Makes or sense. Or Hawk Shroud, which is the two I said. I, yeah. House Terran's got some cool tricks. Uh, so there's a lot of good stuff there. If you want to get further into it, you can always shoot me an email, josh at miniwargaming.com, and we can discuss, because I can talk nights and give you opinions on stuff. Um, but yeah, the, the considerations would be, um, are you doing this for looks? Or are you doing it for gameplay? And if it's for gameplay, um, pure knights or allied force, or sometimes a little bit of both, uh, are you going for, because you always go to custom knight household too. That's true, right? And then, yeah, you want more shooting, more close combat. Lots of options. Knights are fun. They're big, stompy robots. Knights are cool. They're definitely one of the... Like, I think it's one of the coolest armies to own. Because it's... It's cool, cool big miniatures. Yeah. Everybody well, likes looking at a knight because it's cool and impressive. Well, they're great for um, a display army on the shelf. Yeah, like that, exactly, right? Like, that's, that's the one that you display. Yeah, well, that's where, like, when you go and look at the stuff on my shelves, I got lots, but then these guys stand out immediately because they're mm-hmm. ten times the height of everything else. Uh, also, there might be, there. the other thing I didn't mention is that there might be certain knights that you really like and you're like, oh, I love this, and figure out what it works best in. Okay. You can also go down that route. You're like, I really want a knight Acheron, and figure out what house, why you like that, what house benefits do them the Okay, most. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, there's. I, I honestly forget how many knight options there are. And then, like, when I'm editing your videos and I'm, have, like, looking it up and I open, like, the drop down of all the different knights and I'm, like, and then you go to Chaos Knights and you're, like, well, that's sad. <laughs> the Chaos Knights are almost on the same level now, though. Really? They, oh, added, okay. Uh, 
the I think they've almost got the same amount of houses. Okay. Yeah, they have given them quite a bit. They're either Imperial Knights are better because they're still better. Um, but the Chaos Knights. But the Chaos Knights, they've 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 done they've given them a lot to bring okay. them on the same kind of Good. scale of options to different houses, relics, stratagems, all Neat. that. Okay, we got Dorn Jr. Josh and hopefully Cullen. Yeah, there he is. I've missed a rotation to ask this, but can there be a mini wargaming team intervention for Cullen's George Costanza level wallet? Wait, how do you know about that? Before he wrecks his back, probably in the open vaults. You guys made fun of my wallet in the open vault? No, like you. Okay, I'll get to this. Downsize, young man. It's not worth it. Okay. So Are you seeing my wallet? You're on my seeing because it's huge. You get your wallet, or is it no? Upstairs? Why would I say? Why would it be on me right now? Why? How do you not have your wallet on you? It's on my desk because I immediately remove it from my pocket as soon as I sit down anywhere. Why would you do that? Because <laughs> it's enormous. Why is it so? Because it has everything I need. No, you got to clean it up. We're gonna go through there. And there's okay. Some stuff so. In. So technically, okay, so in, in no like I am not lying. It's like, like this. It's, 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 it's that like thick. this big. Like it's not. It's it's ridiculous. Now to I gotta be careful when I show my one off. So for it has a silly phrase on it. For my wallet, it's that thick. Like it's that. It's a, it's a reasonable wallet. Um, I guess you guys could probably go back to an open vault and you'll see it sitting on my desk. Yeah, you're ridiculous. It is. It is literally the George Costanza wallet. And you, and the whole point is that that's going to wreck your back. Okay, so. And what's, okay, so. What's I only point? sit on it when I'm driving because. That's enough. Because I can like kind of turn it around and it can kind of sit in like the spot that I don't sit in, in that corner of your car seat. Um, but I also tend to remove it from my, but I have tax receipts in there because I have business expenses. I have, so I also. Used to have. Um, you don't well, need to keep those on you at all times, though. Yeah, but you would imply that when I got home, I'd remember to take them out. Um, you would remember because your wallet's that thick. <laughs> That's normal. Uh, no, it's not normal. They made it, okay. So anything they make a Seinfeld episode about is not normal. What about that time that they made a Seinfeld episode about it being rude to call somebody on a cell phone? Different time. But still, still, I'm kind of old school I'm about right. that sort of stuff. It's not right. <laughs> People know how big your wallet is because you can't help but see it on the open vaults. <laughs> so funny. Yes, Josh has given me crap for like years about this, and uh, I don't know. You're, again, you're, you're going to wreck your back. Again, I immediately take it out. Um, the biggest thing is it has a change compartment. Now, it's not so relevant now, but I needed it when I lived in Toronto for subway tokens. Granted, I. It's been three years, so eh, but eh. so so you keep it in your your pocket when you walk around then. Yes, like your your jeans pocket or my like back your pocket. coat pocket. My back pocket of your jeans then. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I guess you know what is going to be one day like there's going to be some sort of a firefight that erupts and like there's going to be a stray round that hits that wall. <laughs> yeah, and it's going to like prevent me from getting hit in the shot in the butt. <laughs> Man, it's gonna be great. Or I was telling Josh, like, I'm I'm gonna use it as a weapon against somebody. Someone's gonna try to rob me. I guess, they're, and they're not gonna take my wallet because they're gonna Where be like, gonna who wants it? a wallet that big? And then I'm gonna be like, come back, and I'm gonna throw it at them. Yeah, I was just imagining a mugger being like, give me your wallet, and you handing it over and being like, are you okay, man? Like, what is this? <laughs> okay, number two, 
Cullen, any chance you could drop the decibels of the opening mini warming dice roll by five or ten? It's usually the loudest thing that comes out of my TV. Yeah, so... I mean, he could. I, I can. The only thing is, is it's literally different on everything you listen. Like, it's different on my phone. It's different on the computer. It's different on the computer I edit it on. And then when I hear it as I edit it, and then I go home and listen to it on my computer, it's different. So I've kind of found the happy medium that sounds good on all the devices I know. Um, that we get the least complaints about. Yeah. So I'm, I'm terribly sorry. I know what that's like. There's a, a YouTube channel I watch that does the exact same thing. No, actually, it's the Horse Heresy books. The audio books, that was all, the, the, the music for the, for the interludes is really loud in my car for some reason. And like, and then I have to crank it down and then it sounds like whispering when they start talking. So I, I understand and I'm sorry. I think that just has to do with lots of different companies making many different speakers with very little um, baseline testing, I guess. I don't know. This has been a problem for me too. I'm sorry. Three, keep up the good work and thanks for all you do. Josh, I have been enjoying the Oath campaign as well, although my although was disappointed when you decided to be seduced by the Ruinous Powers a tiny bit. Hopefully you can atone in future missions. I don't know what Ruinous Powers are talking about. The Emperor was talking to me. Yeah. Like a, an Imperial Saint was talking to me. Yeah, in a very deep, gruff, not even scary voice at all. He's definitely smoked a lot. <laughs> <laughs> when the Emperor was a chain smoker, you know. Yeah. Uh, we got Random Roy. Seeing as there's a re-release of Blood Bowl, I've never played it except for a single game with my friend in the mid-90s in the video game. The video game is basically the exact same as the tabletop. It, it, it is the exact same, except for that it does the calculations for you. I guess there's a new edition that some things would have changed. So, yeah, I, I guess I that's don't true, know. right? I haven't played the new tabletop edition. But isn't there a new edition of Blood Bowl coming out soon? There's too? a new video game coming out soon. Too. Yeah, okay. The trailer looks really good for are you thinking about producing some Blood Bowl content or at least an introduction to the rules and regulations? Hint, I'd like that. Also, Blood Bowl was a 40k game. Which race would you choose to play as? Could you... Could uh, you... Um, okay, so I don't know if this has been... I assume this has been discussed and brought up. There's somebody here who gets way too emotional about Blood Bowl. And I, I'm not going to throw him under the bus, but his name starts with M and end, ends with at. Yep. Yeah. Or Athew, if you prefer. Yeah, that's with Athew. Uh, honestly, so the, the the number one reason that I will give is that we don't we simply don't have the time to right now. Uh, it would be nice to do, it would be cool to do. But the number two, like, there's there's a reason I played Ogres in the second league. Because um, I'm like, there's no way I'm going to go to the finals against Matthew. I'm not a good enough player to get there anyways, probably. Because this was before, like, because Luke is by far the best Blood Bowl player here. Because mm -hmm. he plays... Constantly, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's online. always playing online with his buddies. Um, so he it wouldn't even be a contest anymore. At all. Um, but yeah, before that, I'm like, there's no way I'm playing against. He well, like, shall not be named. I wasn't around when you guys filmed the first one, and I have heard so many stories. The fall, yeah, the first one of like just the first one, and then I think I was around for the second one. And then, because the, there's been three, or has there been four? Uh, I think that technically there's been four, but the the fourth one didn't get finished. Right. I think so, or maybe I can't remember. There's, it's it's. I know I've been around for at least two, and uh, the stories I heard before them, and then the stories I heard during them are the same. <laughs> they were not exaggerated. No. It's pretty funny. Not at all. Um. 
Yeah, boy. Whew. So forty. If uh, Blow Bowl was a forty k game, which race would you play as? At Tau, that would be awesome. Yeah, the lamest team ever. Yeah, because I assume that the, the stealth suit would be a good thing that could do some sort of stealthy thing and just uh, go into your opponent's thing and you just throw a ball and it just gets caught by an invisible guy and it floats into the back end and that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Give me knights and blood bowl. <laughs> <laughs> it's just knight. <laughs> oh, that'd or is be it just of... like two armagers and then like the coach is a knight? I, I, I don't know how it would go. Have you ever watched... Um, You're going to have to have the fist, though, like the hand. Have you ever watched when they play football and it's the mascots versus kids? Yes. Like, I imagine it just be like that. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Relagos. Relagos. Um, Jolin. Jolin. I recall a lot of MWG guys talking and being hype about Team Yankee some time ago. You ever started playing or recording any oh, of those games? Oh, that's Josh and Colin. Yeah. I, that took me this whole time to figure out. I was like, debate? Why do they think my name is Jolin? <laughs> Sorry. On that note, are you interested to actively play any more niche war games or board games? As always, keep up the good work, stay healthy, and troll other producers. Okay. Uh, okay, I'll talk about the Team Yankee stuff first anyways. Mm -hmm. yeah, I've you... got Team Yankee stuff. I've got um, West Germans painted up. Nobody really around here playing a whole lot. It's one of those games, and especially with the COVID stuff. Now, Tim, the fella, Fireman Tim, who took over the uh, store here, Max Russian Gaming, because now Dan's only got the one location in the falls, because um, it was just too much to do the two locations. Mm -hmm. Tim is the other guy that's into the... I mean, there's a couple guys, but Tim is one of the other guys that's into that era. Of the historical more... Right. He plays a ton of different stuff. So he's got some stuff. He also wrote his own rule set. Yeah, I, I, I remember coming in That's super in like in-depth and really cool. Yeah, it's been printed in a magazine, uh, like a working yeah. magazine. Yeah, did he get it? Because I know he was talking about getting it published. I don't know if he ever I, actually I, did. I think so, maybe not. I remember it was, it was talking about that, so it could, I could be wrong on that. But, but honestly, like if you go to the, I don't know the exact Facebook page or whatever, but if you go to the Max Aggression Gaming Bunker, Mm -hmm. uh, you can get a hold of him there, bug him about that. It's a really cool rule set. I don't know what his plans are to do with it. Um, but that would be, he'd be the guy that I'd be playing against. Because he also did up some um, uh, Russians for me. Oh, okay. Uh, I, well, he was going to. I don't know if he ever did, because that was a long time ago. He's still got them. Uh, but no, never recorded and only played a handful of them. It's a cool game, but it's one of those just not as many people playing it. And I got limited time. COVID means I can't really hang out with a ton of people. So Yeah, that definitely puts a, a hindrance into gaming. Yeah. Uh, as far as other ones, like the I've got uh, I've got a million different games um, that we could hypothetically do, but like uh, the only one I'm playing right now actively would be uh, Star Wars Legion. Right. Which I think is fantastic. Um, and I still like I'll find a way to have my way with making it getting it recorded at some point okay you know i mean like matt and dave are wise to me well I, when that day comes i have a source for good totally not star wars music so oh oh, oh. <laughs> i actually i was when i was going through some stock music yesterday i found i found an artist who makes like again totally really close to the darth vader music but it's not <laughs> Don't tell me that. But there's actually so Legion. There's there's a bunch of Legion going on here with the limited gaming we can do with Max Aggression Gaming. Mm 
Um, people are really enjoying that. It's a great game system. I think it's fun. I think it'd be awesome on video. There's some channels that are doing a really good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, War Corgi is the one that pops in my mind right now. Um, but it, it's not in the books because 40K is popularist. Yeah, and I guess like I have the I'm getting back it getting in getting back into 40K now, so that's the game I'm kind of doing right now. So no real no real plans on anything else. Just working on Crimson Fists. Are you a, now? Were you a Star Wars fan? Oh yeah, like an actual Star Wars fan though. Uh, yeah, like like yes. Okay. Yeah, very much. So, I was I was I was huge when I was a kid, and then grew up and my only to realize that. I saw things through the eyes of a child and was disappointed greatly. Yeah. So if you had to, hypothetically, if you were to ever play a Star Wars game, would you play as the the Rebels or the Empire or maybe the uh, CIS or the Republic? I don't know. I, don't, I actually don't know. Like, what would be the coolest thing to do? Do they have Ewoks yet? Dang it. No. They got Wookiee Warriors, though. Who can bring them? The Rebels. Then them. Yeah, you would play the, the Wookiee Warriors. They're actually, they, they, did, they did a rewrite of the rules, and they got some... 100%. I think they got Duelist or something. Because like, you can bring Chewbacca? You can totally bring Chewbacca. Yeah! He's an absolute tank. There we go. Okay. Well, if you didn't already have somebody else's Legion you were painting up, I would throw Wookiees at you. Stop. <laughs> Uh, I'd love to get some variety on the channel. It's just one of those. We, we already produce a lot of content. There's only so much content we can produce. And uh, 40K is what brings the peoples in. Because we've tried other stuff. Like We tried yep. X-Wing when X-Wing was super popular. And people wanted to see very high-end tournament play and nothing else. That's, that's the and thing. And they wanted it filmed with the top-down camera and two people commenting on the game, not the people playing. Exactly. And, it. and that just doesn't... They work. wanted the more tournament coverage, which we weren't offering anyway. Right, and wouldn't have made sense for us to try to do. No, no, I, I don't think that we... The, the, the post-production would have just been not worth it mm. for how much content, how regularly we, we put stuff out. Yep. And the amount of interest there would have been. Yes. So, yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff. I want to get, you know, if it wasn't COVID, we were talking about getting a... Um, what's that game? Board game. We're all going to play. Luke is going to copy it. Oh, Twilight, Twilight Imperium. Imperium. I'd love to get some... Twilight Imperium yes. games in. It's not like we're ever going to record those. No. Once uh, a, you guys watch a 10-hour video? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we'd have to play a couple times to get used to it anyways before we oh, yeah. could make it entertaining enough for people when they were watching. But yeah, I don't know. This is what... I've always been the guy that plays a million different game systems and yep. like, hey, variety is nice. Even though I understand why it doesn't work for what we're doing right now. I've talked about wanting to potentially you know film and do my own channel but obviously i haven't because part of it is that as motivated as i get um i would be doing it just for the sake of doing it and i don't get enough time to do it in the day mm-hmm. like i already devote enough of my off work time to this hobby so oh I yeah i can't be entirely consumed because well, then it like you would have to replace all your off time hobbying working on your armies with that and then so you wouldn't be able to have any time working on any of your armies so eventually, they would never get worked on. Right. And it kind of like snowballs out from there. Right. Okay. Uh, Ob Legend. Ob Legend. 
Cullen, can we get you on an AOS bat rep? I want to see you play your Skaven that we see Luca borrowing. So usually what you see Luca borrow is all of my AOS Skaven sans a Doom Wheel, I think. Like literally my AOS Skaven is one unit of Storm Fiends, two Warlock Bombardiers, an Arch Warlock, uh, a Warlock Engineer a cannon. And a Doom Wheel, I think. Like, like that's it. That's all my AOS Gaven. Um, maybe I'll get back to them one day. I Clan rats are a lot of rats to paint. Now, what's the toughest part when you're painting Skaven? Like, when you paint them? Like, Stop. what's the... No, no, I'm not even getting at that. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I'm not, yeah, no, not the eyes, because I know... Okay, I was going to be like, the eyes again? <laughs> so, like, what's the easy part about painting a Skaven warrior, let's say? And what's the tough part about painting a Skaven warrior? I don't know. The easiest part is priming it brown. Well, you prime it brown. Like, what painting what part of him is the easiest? Like, the... Is it, like, the armor is the easy part, or the weapons? Or probably the, the probably the cloth. It's just the cloth. And then what's the, the, what's the, what's the difficult part? The doing it 17,000 times. Okay. What about, like, painting fur? Is painting fur pretty easy? Yeah. Like... But I, they don't have that much fur. Right. When so... You, what if they were entirely fur? Like what? And had a bow caster. Oh, geez, stop. <laughs> ah, um, yeah, I, honestly, it just comes down to painting time, um, gaming time, and yeah, everything else I do, just like that. Um, again, I do have plans to go back to painting them, um, but it's the clan rats. Yeah, I literally, I can't remember, I think I took 20. And have them over half done i think but like that killed me <laughs> that made me stop painting for like three months because that was a depressing project and uh i don't know maybe it's like i gotta focus on not doing the clan rats and start doing the other stuff but the wookies stop <laughs> i because then when i when i go back to rats like i also during quarantine bought some uh alternative sculpt uh, rats that I want to paint up and add to my fantasy army. So, like, if I'm going to paint rats, I think it's going to be doing that because I've got some beautiful uh, acolytes or the globadiers, uh, some gisales, and a new uh, warlord on Bonebreaker. That's like fantastic. I they're beautiful models. So, when I get back to rats, that's probably what I'll jump back into. But uh, Space Marines for a while. I'm not a quick painter, I guess, is, is the one thing. I, I feel like Steve kind of uh, well, you are, throws off the... You're, you're a quick painter, but you paint in spurts. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what it is. I get a lot done one day and then nothing for two days and then finish it. But, nah. Okay, Thermosphere428. Hey, Josh and or Colin, what is your opinion on the new Battle Force boxes coming out this holiday season? Do you think they would be a good present to get someone into the game quick? And which do you think have the best overall value, money-wise and points content-wise? Thanks for all the great content. And Colin, if you uh, you are there, you are doing the real work and making the videos come out. And I think it'd be a much less enjoyable watch without your editing skills being put to work. Well, thank you very much. I really, really appreciate that. Uh, as far as the Battle Force boxes... I think they're fantastic. They're all good values. I mean, like, I think best value is almost always Space Marine stuff. It's actually not this year. No? No. It's, uh, I think, 
I'm not. I'm not going to say in terms of how much money you save. Okay. In okay. terms of how many points you get in the box. Tau. Oh, it was Tau. Yeah, it's not like the Tau box is almost. Oh, we got to play Tau then. Yeah, it's like honestly, I, I'm literally considering buying that box just to sit on for a while because when I go to actually paint my Tau, like that's an amazing start. And um, if you can as well, like buy one of those boxes through a discount retailer that exists in your country or whatever. Um, like, and get the additional 10, 15, 20% off that box. Like, man, that is an excellent way to start an army. Like, that's a perfect present if you got a buddy who wants to get into it, but is worried about that financial investment. Because I think, I think the lowest number of points in those boxes is like five to 600. And then the Tau one's the highest at like 900. But okay. Like, I think they all fall in that, like, six, seven, eight hundred points. So, like, it's almost a third of an army for around 200-ish, depending on whatever currency you have. So, I, I think that's going to be your best bet to get in the army for a decent price without buying a second hand. You can also get, like, an entire Legion army for 200 bucks. <laughs> Jeez. Just saying. The starter sets are, like, 150, and you get, like, pretty much, you get, like, half an army though so you get two armies in it and mm -hmm. each one's like about 400 ish points i think out of like the 800 you play in a standard size game yep oh like i i can't argue with the price of the, the legion like you look at it and you're like but the, but the price is so good it is <laughs> star wars but yeah all the battle force boxes are really good value it's always worth getting what it ultimately comes down to though is make sure it's stuff you want don't be like well, I want this one model in that box, and I yeah. don't want any of the rest of this, but it's so it's cheap. Have it make sense. Like, because it, honestly, like usually with those boxes too, like you only end up with one thing free or like like one squad free, like if you save sixty bucks. And if you didn't plan on using that squad in the first place, then with the, if you're if you're never going to use it now, yeah. if you if you have a healthy enough community around that you can resell it cool mm -hmm. yeah, just, just be smart about it don't always go like oh it's such a good deal i gotta get it and then have it sit in the closet like they often do yep i i think part again they price these things to hope that you'll buy them all and keep them in your closet yeah so yeah that's definitely that's a fair point make sure you want everything in the boxes but yeah they're awesome value Okay, we got Mentality. Josh and Cullen, hey guys, I was playing with a bud and stumbled on something. Tyranids may be the best at killing the Nightbringer. Three damage from Psychic Powers, then Shooting, not bad either, with Hiveguard or Spore Mines. Or even the Tyranid Fortification drops more to Loons and Spores. Then there's the Trick Spore Mines blow up the Charge Phase. That's, that's big. So you can hold your face, do damage, and then three in the Fight Phase. Because the, the Nightbringer's got, uh, I think, nine wounds. Eight is or it, nine is it nine? I think so. Whatever it is, but it can only take that three damage per phase. Yeah. So anything that can do damage over multiple phases. So like right, and then the Tyranids being able to do that in the charge phase, which is so unusual. D I, I, I guess with good Overwatch. damage like that, Overwatch can sometimes do it too, but not reliably. Not the reliable way that you know Spore Mines just do mortal wounds. Mm -hmm. So anything that can do mortal wounds in the charge phase is kind of nice. Yeah. So they're they're probably one of the better equipped ones, but well, then you're playing Tyranids. You know. What isn't a good army to kill the Nightbringer? Tau. Tau. It's... I... They're not in a good place right now. But you know what's another army that's not great at it? Guard. Yeah. Ah, uh, shoot! Yeah, shoot him. And he heals a wound every turn. I know. Yeah, again, Tau. I, I got one. 
I can't even try to fight you. <laughs> you fight just about as well as I do. I guess that's true. Well, it dep- I get some units, but I'm, I'm thinking about my scions, right? Right, yeah. We aren't here to fight in combat. Uh, we got Tracer 951Y. Josh Cullen, can someone remind Matthew about getting theater mode on Vault Vimeo videos? He was asked about it in a previous sit and talk. Also, Cullen, your army looks great. Uh, how did you get the white to look so good on the apothecary? What primer for that? Okay. So, first off, the vault videos. Matthew did mention to us to mention something. Do you remember? I asked him about it, yeah. And uh, he said it's my fault, it's not done yet. Yep. Uh, basically, that summarizes it. To go deeper into it, it, it's something that's on his list to do, but it's not as easy to program as you might think it is. I'm pretty sure when he said he would do it, he thought it was going to be easy. Well, he tried to do it. Uh, it. It wasn't easy, so now he needs... This is something that he's going to sit down and program a bunch of stuff. Right. Th- this isn't just a, oh, let's just change that. This is a, we need to restructure things. So... Because I'm the the villain that writes the schedule here at Mini Wargaming, it turns out that... Blame! Hey, hey uh, so we can either... I could probably get that to, to happen. Um, you just might not get videos to watch, though. <laughs> but, like, the videos that don't exist would totally be able to go theater mode. Boom, bam. So, yeah, it, it's basically we got to get to a point with uh, that we're able to give Matt, like, a week to do all the programming yep. he needs to do. Yep. Which, other... which probably means getting ahead on narrative campaigns. And because, there, again, the reason that you can't pick away at little parts here and there, like, if it's a quick fix and you can get it all done right away, cool. But if it's not like that, like, you're not going to crash the entire website. Mm-hmm. Like, it's one of those, well, yes. a, well, maybe he could do it quickly if it works, but otherwise he destroys the website. Mm-hmm. Um, from that small week that Aaron was away and I had to post content, uh, it's terrifying being on the back end of the website. So, eek. Uh, and then, how do I paint white? So, uh, thank you. It was, I hated painting white. It was awful. Um, so the primer, I had actually originally used just like a, a Rust-Oleum white out of the can, um, and then Apothecary white, and then when I went to put, um, I think it's, is it Corvus white? Or Corax white? Corax, I think it's Corvus white on the Apothecary. It's the new Ceramite white, the one that's less white but less bad, doesn't just immediately clump. Uh, when I went to go put that on the white primer that I used just from a hardware store, that primer was so white that the Corvus white was actually still darker even with the apothecary white on top. So I was pretty upset. So I actually, uh, I did have a little bit left of Gracier. So that was Gracier, apothecary white, Corvus white, and then, um, no, it was Gracier, Corvus white, and then uh, the edge highlights were... Corvus and Ceramite were just the top corners. So, um, but I did uh, struggle with trying to get the second layer of white to actually look smooth. Um, I'm so used to like painting blue over dark blue and it came out really smooth. Um, The white is very, very finicky. So if you're gonna try that, just be careful and thin coats, take your time. That's what I got. Next up, Smiling Kira. Hi, Josh and Cullen. Hello. Honest opinion on Blood Bowl. What's your favorite team? Rats. You like rats? I like uh, lizards. What's your overall opinion of Blood Bowl? Real quick, sum it up. I think it's hilarious. And uh, 
if there's one game, like, if I, if I could just buy a bunch of armies, but, like, I like to use my own painted stuff, but, like, that, that's the one game I'd love to have as a box game that I'd have, like, eight armies painted up and I can go and play with my friends or family or something. Like, that's really what I'd, I'd love to have Blood Bowl, but that takes time. For me, best game that Games Workshop has put out. Um, there's some that come close, but this is by far the best one. But not something you could play all day, every day, like we do the other games. That's fair. Without there being actual fights. <laughs> like, physical fights. <gasps> Uh, number two, Cullen, currently in AOS, if you want a pure uh, clan army, it's only viable for Skyrim and Pestilence, right? Mm-hmm. If GDEP ever update the roster on one of the Skaven clans, Verminous, Master Clan, Molder, Eshin, which clan do you want it to be? Molder. I love Skyrim and I love my shooting, um, but uh, give me more monstrosity rat creatures, please and thank you. Uh, the creepier it looks, the better. Uh, I, I love that. The, the rat ogre aesthetic, the hellpit abominations, the, the best. Um, shambly rat flesh mounds, please. Wolf rats. Like that like that kind of stuff. That was the Forge World stuff. The Brood Horror, all that stuff looked beautiful. I'm excited for it to be added into Total War Warhammer 2, actually. That's the late, that's the next. Yeah, so, yeah the next one's Mulder. Mm-hmm. When are the ogres coming? Whenever third game comes out. I want it so bad. I just want there to be the surprise update that we're like, oh yeah, the ogres showed up. <laughs> That's one of those things that like, I know that, that when that game comes out, rip painting for a while, so. Yeah. yeah. Are you any good at it? Are you bad? I'm okay to play, like, I'm okay. I'm not bad. I don't think, I don't think I'm bad. Like, do you play against other people or the computer? Uh, I've done both. Yeah, but Steve doesn't count. No, 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 like, I've played against other people online. I've, bo- I've both played against a buddy of mine. Uh, and then I did a couple random, like, the, okay. the quick matches online. And, like, it was, like, kind of 50-50-ish win-loss. Uh, I beat my buddy a bunch. But I'm okay at campaigns. Like, I, I really enjoy the campaigns. It's so much fun. I'm really, uh, like, a solo game kind of person. So that kind of stuff I really like. Yeah. Um, so I just love how... That's still a modern game that gives you a solo campaign. It doesn't focus on multiplayer. It <laughs> doesn't require it, yeah. That's part of the experience. Mm-hmm. Nice. What's your favorite game plan? Molder. You like Molder the best? Scryer doesn't like me. <laughs> That's true. Let's be I honest. I don't know what you ever did to them, but <laughs> oh boy. Okay, next up we got Mylan at J-Call. In the last open vault, some good old historical gaming was teased. Please spill the proverbial beans. I shall not. That is Dave's to talk about. As he was the one involved with some decision making with it, at least. Mm-hmm. I'm well aware of what's going on, but I'm not going to spill the beans. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to get Dave to do that. Uh, Gaza288. To assembly individual and the editificator. Hi. Greetings and salutations, fellow sentients. Josh, uh, opinions on Forge World Knights. Sent an email about a week or... I, I emailed you back yesterday, Graham. Uh, I appreciate you guys. You're ridiculously busy. Can't decide between the Acastus, Acheron, or Castigator to add to my Nighthouse and would appreciate your input. Also, is a small detachment of custodians worth the CP cost in 2000-point game. I want to run them with my wolves, but I'm aware that CP are very valuable in this edition. Which one's the Acastus? Because you have the Acheron and the Castigator? The... 
Well, the Acastus is the big one. I don't think he's he's not talking about the Acastus. He's talking about the um, um, spear guy. The, no. Oh, yep. I assume. Well, if it's actually between those three, you get an Acastus because it's the big crazy one. But I assume you're not talking about that. Uh, I assume you're talking about the Lancer. The Acheron oh, yeah. Castigator. But I also pointed out uh, the, I think the Atropos he didn't mention in there. So mm. to go over what I said in my email back to you, um, that this, I honestly, looking at when you left this comment, I probably sent the email um, an hour or two after you left the comment. <laughs> Maybe a couple hours. <laughs> um, any of them are good. I mean, the new Forge World rules. I haven't really played with the new Forge World rules. This is the same as the other guy I talked about knights. Really cool. Do what makes sense because the any of the Serastus knights are just a great, awesome centerpiece. Unless there's an Acastus knight, which is the big, <laughs> like he's Warhound size almost. Oh, wow. Um, but again, depends on what knight house and all that. Uh, then I can give recommendations on what's the most effective, but any of them are going to be good enough. As far as running custodies alongside wolves, I don't know if I would do the wolves. I've done it with other factions, but like the custodies are nice because they're tough, good at close combat. Those yep. are the two things for me for custodies. The wolves already have enough of that. That's more of the same thing. That's true. Now running the custodies alongside knights because now I get obsec, tough obsec. Oh yeah. Or running the custodies uh, with my scions because now I've got some close combat. Tough boys. Mm -hmm. So any of that sort of stuff, I think, would be more effective. Running them with wolves, sure. I mean, it won't be bad, but I don't think it'll be worth the CP, or it won't be worth it the way that it's been worth it the when I've done it with my other factions. Yep, that makes sense. Those are two that I'm like, eh. Uh, Cullen, uh, my wife has started skipping pestilence and mm -hmm. has got a plague monk horde with all the trimmings. Nice. We're trying to decide how to expand beyond Pestilence to give some different playstyle options, and we're wondering if you had any suggestions about other clans or specific allies that work well with the Monk Horde plus Furnace and Bell list. Many thanks to both of you to assemble and edit Excelsior. Okay, so there's going to be a lack of game experience coming from this, from this, so take all of this with a grain of salt. I have not played much AOS with rats. Um, in, but... Uh, so Plague Monks, they're fast, they're not a lot of armor, and uh, there's lots of them. You pro uh, if you want the range shooting, then subbing in some Pestilence, or some, sorry, some Scryer, to get some cannons, maybe the Engineer with some magic um, to uh, offset like the, the priest spells and stuff. I'm not sure of like any combos or anything that would work really well, but that would be cool. Uh, again, Molder's always sweet. I think like... Molder and Pestilence can kind of like, they, they kind of like fit similar things because one's gross and the other one's also gross. So, more gross things. Um, but uh, I, I, I don't want to say too much because I don't want to give you wrong advice on playstyle. That's, that I can just give you flavor and cool stuff. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know anything about this game either. Yeah. The, uh, They're if you a want, chaos faction now. I know right? That. Like... If you have like more playstyle questions, talk to Luca because he's the one who does play them. But I know that he specifically only plays them as Scryer because that's what he likes to play. So he might not also be able to inform you too much about the other stuff. So, uh, but uh, rats for the rat god. I think honestly, I'm trying to think. Uh, 
My I played against Plague Monks a couple times, but it, not in this even edition of Age of Sigmar. Right. I think like the last time they were to been on the channels, I think did Eli bring up Plague Monks? He may have. I think he did. I don't know if I was even playing then though. I don't think you were. No. Um, okay, next up we got mentality. Uh, hey guys, happy turkey day. It's probably too late because you have filmed early for the holidays. You don't film stuff early for the holidays. We wait to the last minute. Also funny joke. Yeah, we're in Canada. Canada. It was a month ago. Literally, it happens in October. So uh, happy Thanksgiving to all of you Americans. Yeah. So in the recent uh, Bat Luca versus Steve... Wolves. Wolves versus Iron. <laughs> Wolves versus Iron. The, I assume you're talking about the bat rep where it was Luke and Steve. Uh, Space, Space Wolves versus, versus Iron, Iron Warriors. Warriors. They asked. They asked? What do viewers want to see, <laughs> narrative or competitive? My answer was both because I feel MWG produces 90% of its content somewhere in the middle. I had an idea for narrative play, though. Both producers agree to make narrative lists and bring this for fun, cool factor. Uh, then they roll randomly for secondaries and primaries don't count. Do you guys think they can make interesting games? Maybe keep things interesting while sticking the ninth edition stuff. Thanks, guys. Uh, hope you guys have a great holiday or weekend. Well, thank you. That's all very kind. Um, I mean, it sounds cool. It's one of those where I think playing around with it, we're still in the weird setup with all this COVID stuff going on and not having guests in is that it was always easy because you just did what the guests kind of felt like. You know, you talked to the guests and was like, right. hey, what do you feel like doing today? You you kind of came all this way. What what do you want to play, right? Right. So that, that kind of made it that easier. Yep. In that aspect. Um, See, so, you know, I got distracted thinking about somebody else. Because <laughs> we're going to talk about this uh, after at the end. Uh, as far as like that that type of mission, cool. I think what we'll do is like the open war, and then trying some of the other, um, the other games missions, and see how they work with 40k. I think okay, it was interesting. Like we're gonna try some Age of Sigmar scenarios, see how they work. Out, okay, things like that. Yep. Um, we're we're also gonna <laughs> we're also gonna try horse heresy scenarios. We talked about that. Um, cause I also said we could just play horse heresy. Um, who cares about all this ninth edition stuff? Heresy train has no breaks. Uh, I got a custodies army that I have played like uh, half a dozen times in 40k, but it's a 30k list built for 30k. I'm not painting more Space Marines, guys. But the fourth heresy novels are great, and that's what I've been doing. Oh yeah, I was gonna say you, <laughs> you are screwed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I would. If I had to play, I'd play Luna Wolves because uh, Horus Heresy books and uh, Loken's so cool. Um, but yeah, no, I don't. I don't. I experienced painting white once. That was enough. You can tell how deep he is into it that he's still talking about wanting to do the Luna Wolves. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Yeah, but you've you've been listening to them all uh, audiobook, right? Oh yeah, yeah. They're like, uh, I, I essentially. There was a Humble Bundle at some point last year, and I picked up a bunch of, like, I think it was like the first six books on a Humble Bundle. Um, tried to read the first one, like, three times, or, like, listen to three times. Uh, had a hard time getting into it at first, um, so I kind of, like, went out to YouTube, watched a bunch of, like, the lore videos and stuff, got myself immersed more into the setting, 
and then dove back in. And uh, I've read or listened to, like I think, like 11 books now. I think I, I skipped like the, the book of short stories on 10 and what's the other one I skipped? I can't remember. It wasn't The Furious Abyss because I tried to, I, oh, I read that. I didn't like it. Yeah. It was kind of like, is it over yet? Yeah, because you know what's going to happen. It's just kind of, uh, who cares? It was, it was yes, that, that whole one was like, the beginning was neat where you got to see some of the other legions and stuff and getting a little bit more insight. But like after that, it was like. It's one of those, it's tough because I mean, it's it's a good novel. It's a mm-hmm. standalone and all that. It's, it's, it's good. But like there's some really, really great stuff surrounding it, which is the problem. And, and it's it's so, it just feels like the it's almost inconsequential to everything else. Yep. That it it's doesn't. so in its own realm that it doesn't really affect anything too much. So it doesn't feel like the weight of it is necessary. Like, yeah. just, if you don't care about Smurfs or uh, word bearers, uh, you can skip it, and you're not really missing anything for the heresy overall. You're not. That's it, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's worth reading, just not necessarily compared to some of the other stuff. You might want to do that stuff first. Yep. But yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm always one to push for trying to find ways to have different games and variety and all that. I think that's I think that's nice when it happens, but honestly, 40K is kind of our bread and butter. It's what our supporters want. It's what our vault members want. And ultimately, it's what brings in new vault members, so it makes mm-hmm. the most sense. I just would love to find a way to do some other stuff and have it make sense from a business perspective. Mm-hmm. But... Um, you know, like horse heresy stuff. We just gotta play more horse heresy stuff. Nobody here plays it enough. Yeah, I think Luke like, and I are the the two. Yeah, it's that you still and Luca. Love the heresy, and and Luca just is has an army on commission. That's just been. A oh while. yeah, when that so comes like, in, I assume when that comes in, you guys will play. But well, he's gonna want to play it so bad. So right, you definitely will. It's. That's just a big one. That's and then that's been just like a long time commission. Yeah. Like and Steve's a big fan of it, but I think Steve's right now focusing more on forty k because thirty k has obviously lost popularity mm-hmm. comparatively speaking. I think Steve's a little bit like me in, in like the painting context of like we're all about what we're painting, and that's really important to us. So, right, he's 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 got like eight projects constantly planned. So just none of, none of those are horse heresy because he just finishes Iron Warriors like the, for the second time. It's true, or like the third time or whatever. Now it's so many. Has he painted Iron Warriors four times? I maybe two thirty k, two forty k. Maybe I think he I actually think may have. Yeah, I think so. Um, Perto Rabble himself up there. Yeah, <laughs> he he definitely. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's a cool idea. I like it. Uh, more narrative play is fun, but the difficult thing is making sure, like I said, that we're still running a business and being business smart about it. It'll be interesting to see with those campaign books and see if they offer any more like narrative scenarios to 40k when they come out. Um, okay, so jumping over to Facebook now, uh, we got Gurf Pritch. Cullen, when are you next going to battle Dave in a YouTube vid? Those okay. are very specific things. Yeah, those. I was like, ah, mm, ah, mm. Um, so when am I next going to battle? I did today against Josh before we filmed this video which will come out tomorrow, but it will have come out yesterday for you guys watching this video in the sure. vault. Um, so that's my first filmed game. Um, 
when will I be playing Dave in a video? Holy jeez. Did you not hear Steve whisper through the door? No, was it creepy? Oh my gosh, it was terrifying. That scared... Stop saying bananas! It's creepy! Wait, what's he actually saying? He's whispering bananas. Bananas? Nanners! Um, now oh, I lost my train of thought. Okay, so battling Dave. Uh, you oh, guys are going to do the, um, the crusade, crusade, but he's going to get his stuff done, so we're just going to get on Dave to get his stuff done. There you go. So that, that's your next thing. Tell Dave to get his uh, corn cor corks done, his corn orcs. And then as far as YouTube vid, the I vid just, you just filmed with me is in the vault. He's still whispering. It's, it's so hard to think, guys. Now, okay, so that's it for Facebook. I think we had one or two YouTubes. It is 5.05, just so you know. I'm, I'm doing my best. I'm letting them know. Yeah. This is not a post game. This is a sit and talk. Yeah, this is a sit and talk, bro. And like, honestly, we had a sit and talk of like two and a half hours last time. <laughs> it's good. Uh, okay. A question for Josh, then both of y'all. For Josh, what do you think that people... Why do you think that people get you and Steve confused so often when you've got the beard of doom and the cap that never comes off while Steve's gone gray, wears no cap, and is nearly a foot taller? He's not a foot taller. <laughs> the beard of doom. Beard of doom? I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why they're getting us confused so much. It's... I don't know. It's just funny. I legit don't understand um, at all how they're getting us confused. We're, I mean, we're both kind of similar. He's the tall one. I'm the handsome one. Like, I don't know where people are But are, are you getting. the food reviews one? <laughs> is it, what was the name of the channel? I can't remember. I can't remember what it is. Um, Food something. There's one guy on YouTube who keeps commenting that Steve sounds like some other food YouTube channel, and it makes us laugh. Because the cadence of how Steve talks is kind of similar. Right. Okay, and then for both, but related to the above, just how tall is everyone? Josh feels around 5'10", Matt 6'1", Dave around 5'7", so on. Um, okay, so I'm six foot. I'm six, or five. <laughs> I'm like six nine. Wait a second. Uh, I'm nine feet tall. No, I'm five seven. Okay, yeah. Uh, Steve, I don't know. Steve on a good day is like six three or six four, I think. Like Luke is probably five nine, five eight, five nine. No, Luke is actually only five foot one. He just is on his tiptoes all the time. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I'm the shortest, and then Luca. Yep. That makes sense. And then... it, Dave. Dave, and then you and... Then... I, I don't know if who's taller, Steve or Matt. I think Aaron's also, like, as tall as Dave-ish, right? Somewhere in there, yeah. So. Um, but, yeah, Matt's Matt's tall. Matt's, like, uh, six... I think he's might be, like, six three. Yeah, I, I think we forget how tall he is because there's... Because Dave's also tall, and then Steve is so, like, just relative. Yeah. Um, now, it, the funny thing about Matt is I'm pretty sure he's the runt of the litter, though, too. I think his brothers are all way taller. Is he really? I think, yeah, I think he's the little one of those. Just the the giants? They are. Uh, and Steve, it's always fun, because when we get guests come in, because Steve's a tall guy. He's used to being the tall guy. So whenever guests that were noticeably taller than him came in, I'd always be like, just go stand next to him whenever you can. Just get as close to him. And it always freaked him out. Just watching him swing at guests as they tried to walk close to him. So it wouldn't happen often, but there were definitely a few times. Yeah, because one guy came in, he was like 6'10". <laughs> he was enormous. And I remember, because uh, he came in, and I'm like, damn, you're tall. And I, I knew Steve was in the back. This is at the old building. I'm like, do me a favor. Like, can you sit in this chair? 
and because he, I think he was playing against Steve that day, maybe. And I'm like, when just be sitting in the chair, and so when Steve comes up to shake your hand, when he gets close, then stand up and just tower <laughs> over him. And it was the funniest thing I've seen in a while. Um, so I had a good chuckle out of that one. And then we got Desiree Bokhorst. Hi, guys. Hope you're doing well. I've got a question with the Vanguard Paladors. They have the ability to ride the winds of Theric instead of moving normally. Then you may roll six dice and move up to this result. No wonder... Now I wonder if you could use this ability when you make a retreat movement with this unit. Uh, is retreating your normal move? I don't actually know this one. I don't know Stormcast at all, so I can't advise on this. Oh, yeah, that's probably uh, in reference to Matthew. Oh, uh, okay. That makes sense. Matt knows Stormcast, kind of. He likes playing those lame factions. Yeah, he would, he would know. I was, I was literally sitting there the whole time going, what army is that even? I could, yeah. <laughs> Vanguard Paladors. I could look Vanguard it up, but I don't know the, the, the answer off the top of my head. So, that is the end of the questions for this week's Sit and Talk. Boom. To get through everything, first of all, we need to thank everybody that left questions. Because uh, if you don't leave questions, we can't answer anything. And it's, 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 yeah. Then it's just sit. Awkward. Yeah, sit awkward <laughs> is what we would call the show. <laughs> some people would watch it, though, I, I know. It'd just be like some fidgeting. You know, you yeah, know. just sitting in front of the, the... You text, you know. Now, uh, keep in mind, for uh, next week, it's going to be Luca. So you can summon him to the comment section by saying, Luca, Luca, Luca. Now, I'm going to point something out. I'm going to ask a question, too, because I'm curious. Because mm. Luca, you guys may or may not know, is super into World of Warcraft. Super, super into World of Warcraft. And I found out what... Because um, he, he, he's on a... PvP server, of course. Okay, okay. And I found out what server he's on. No. And I thought about just putting it out there and being like, this is his character name, and offering some sort of a bounty. Stop. I, I, I actually think he would be legitimately angry. I think he would hit me with his car. Like, 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 I, I'm not even joking about it. Like, I think like, he's normally a pretty chill dude. Like, I think that would get him upset enough. I think so. If, if we found a way to make him not enjoy World of Warcraft yeah. by having people hunt him down constantly, I think that that could possibly mean that he would physically attack me. <laughs> I'm like, I know what Luke is like on a Monday morning when he was happy playing World of Warcraft. When he had, yeah, he, yeah, exactly. I can't imagine what Luke on a Monday morning with a bad... If he, was, if he was getting griefed by people oh constantly. Like every time he logged on, people would just boom. Because he's talked about some pretty epic PvP stuff going on. Oh, he, he loves hearing like the, the community griefing stories. Right. And he loves all those. Because, I mean, like, you guys remember Kenny that's been into play. So I guess him and Kenny play together quite often. <clears throat> and, like, because I guess Kenny stopped playing. I can't remember the exact story. I think it was in Classic. But Kenny got back into it because he's running around challenging people um, to duels. Yelling Makora, and like Luca had to follow him and just like observe. And Kenny's thing was like he'd tell him, "Okay, like let's duel. Whoever loses, gotta delete their boots." What? Yeah, you know you get like gear. And yeah, yeah. So that was his thing. He, he he just ran around challenging people to duels and saying that if you lose, whoever loses, uh, is gonna delete their boots. <laughs> I'm not sure why. I found that highly entertaining. I don't know if that was in reference to something or if they just came up with that on their own. I don't know. But yeah, should 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 I do this to Luca? Should I should I? Because like, I, it sounds really funny, but like, that's mean, and he'd kill me. But like, it's, it'd be kind of funny, because I know like just putting like a put a dollar bounty on his head. If you send me send me a screenshot of you killing this 
character. And every time, every fresh screenshot, fresh kill, I'll send you a buck. Oh, no. Because I'm like, because I, 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 I told this idea to somebody else, and they're like, how much are you willing to pay? And I'm like, honestly, could you imagine? Like, for 100 bucks, but like 100 people griefed him? Like, that'd be worth it. That, that oh, would be A hundred people it. griefing you would be awful. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. But he's a good player, so like, not everybody could go do it. That's true. Yeah, I, I'd actually like to know how many people would then try and fail. Right? Mm. Right? But how many people would rally to his side? That's true. How many people would defend him? Right? Oh no. Right? Like I'm not I'm not so naive to think that I could influence an entire uh, server, but like I could kind of mess with one, I think. <laughs> I could I could create some drama on, a, on one of these Are uh, like servers. server rules. I don't know if there's actually I've heard the thing that go on in these servers he plays on. There are no rules. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it, it, it won't be a thing. They wouldn't find me. They wouldn't be able to stop me. What are they going to do? Uh, ban my account that I don't use? MWG Josh sent me. Log out. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, stab, just, just the backstab. Just, Josh sends his regards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Keep being awesome. Happy Wargaming.